Hello, you're listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. This is Jacques Hebert with Audubon, Louisiana. And this is Simone Malaz with Restore Retreat. Simone, it has been a while. I know. I feel like I don't even recognize you. It's so weird to be back in the studio, but, you know, we've had our summer, uh, you know, travels and all that come up, and we're getting back into the routine We've got some exciting shows lined up in September and October. Yeah, we, we when we talked about some fun things that we could talk about this fall, the list was long and exciting. And so I'm, I'm excited to kick that off. There's no shortage of topics as it relates to the coast. So, definitely no um, shortage. Definitely stay tuned. Um, and if you want to catch up on previous episodes, you can go to deltadispatches.org. Um, but in terms of this week, we've got some Yes, yeah, we've had up. a busy past couple of weeks too. Yeah. So what's not, been going on? Yeah, not not just still thinking about recovery for Hurricane Harvey and and certainly our friends in Florida with Irma, um, but we have a, a forum here for um, candidates for mayor coming up. Yeah, so of course the New Orleans mayoral race is heating up, um, and we all know New Orleans is a coastal city. Um, and of course, there's been no shortage of uh, issues relating to water management, storm management and coastal resiliency here. So uh, the leading candidates are going to be discussing that this Thursday. Yeah, so it's a it's a forum, right? Just about flood risk and adapting to our changing environment. So that's um, something we saw in the governor's race. And it's very cool to see that translate locally, that we understand that that's an issue in any race. And we're glad to have them address that. And so, our partners, Coalition to Restore Coastal Louisiana are you know, there are several groups that are sponsoring the forum, but they are one of them. And it's this Thursday. Doors will open at 5 p.m. and it starts at 5.30 p.m. It's at the New Orleans Jazz Market, 1436 Aretha Castle Haley Boulevard in New Orleans. Yeah, open to the public. And um, so it's going to be streamed live on urbanconservancy.org, thelensnola.org, and crcl.org. And then, of course, they're going to rebroadcast that on Friday. So in case you miss it, you can rebroadcast. They will rebroadcast it on Friday at 5 p.m. on whiv.org. That's really great. It Very is. Accessible. And I mean, continuing on the importance of coastal issues as it relates to our publicly elected officials. The governor will be in town. Yeah, right? yeah, really exciting. So BGR is going to have a forum uh, where they're going to be talking about the coastal master plan and its implications for greater New Orleans. Uh, that's going to be Tuesday, September 19th at 8, 8 a.m. Yep, and governor on the North John, Shore. Oh, on the North Shore. On yeah. the North Shore. Um, and then, of course, we have some other events that we'll highlight at the end of the show that are um, partners are putting on, but we're really excited today to be talking ab- about one very special event yeah, that's happening this week. Um, you know, with our partners, Vanishing Paradise, and uh, we'll have uh, one of our colleagues from Vanishing Paradise on, as well as um, Chef Nathan Richard, who certainly has worked at some of the best restaurants in New Orleans. This is probably a bad time to tell you that I am hungry. And then <laughs> that might interrupt this whole conversation because I'll just want to talk about food. I'm hung. We're going to be talking about food a lot, <laughs> Simone. So you, you might need to get a snack or something. But uh, yeah, your mouth will be watering when we talk about the menu and what will be served. And we're excited well, to bring Chef uh, Richard on in a moment. But now um, we're talking with Aaron Brown, um, who is the Sportsman Outreach uh, Coordinator with Vanishing Paradise. Welcome to the show, Aaron. Hi, thank you guys for having me. So, Erin, you from the North Shore? I am. I'm from Covington, <laughs> born and raised here in Louisiana, and grew up as a sportsman in um, South Louisiana. So, Vanishing Paradise is a very special initiative of the National Wildlife Federation to me. Cool, a real Louisiana girl, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you grew up 
out in the marsh and going on boats and yep. fishing. And so, uh, you know, I'm sure you still get to do a lot of that in your job now, right? I do. Um, that's why with Vanish in Paradise, you know, we really work with the sportsmen and women here of coastal Louisiana to raise awareness and get them involved in the coastal restoration efforts here across our state. Um, you know, it's really just about raising awareness um, within the outdoor community on our land loss crisis and having their voices heard. And, you know, the, the biggest thing is getting out in the marsh and truly the nature of the work for Vanish in Paradise. It varies day to day. And um, that's probably been my favorite is getting out in the marsh, especially with the outdoor riders and um, helping them paint a picture to you know, the Louisiana land loss crisis. Absolutely. And I mean, I, I've seen your photos, you know, when you're out on tours with uh, journalists or just, you know, um, influential people showing them what's happening. And there really is no better way to see it than, you know, firsthand. And so that's that's great that you're out there and you're an advocate and a spokesperson for our coast. Um, so tell us a little bit, obviously, Louisiana's sportsman's paradise. So Vanishing Paradise is kind of uh, in reference to that. Um, what Tell us a little bit about the organization and you know, why a sports, a sportsman or fisher, uh, fisherman, why they should care about uh, coastal restoration? Um, Vanish in Paradise, like I said, you know, we really focus on the land loss crisis and the loss of natural resources that we're losing here in South Louisiana. You know, so, uh, South Louisiana, well, Louisiana in general, is known as the sportsman paradise, but it's quickly becoming the Vanish in Paradise. And if you are a hunter or angler here in the state of Louisiana, then that really hits home to you. You know, I've grown up hunting and fishing and creating those memories with my dad. And firsthand, I've seen some of these islands that we used to fish at one summer. You go back to it the next summer and it's no longer there. And I think, um, you know, just for preserving what we do have for the future generations and one day hoping that I have children that will create those same memories I think that's really why it's an important feeling that, you know, sportsmen can really connect with here. Yeah, we often talk about hunters and, and fishermen as the first conservationists because they see what's happening, right? Just like you said, you're out there every day. You know the land differently. Um, you know the science differently, but it's all the same. You just see it from a different perspective, mm -hmm. from a user's perspective. So that's really interesting, and I think that's a really powerful point of view is that um, it's easy to wrap your head around something that you see every day, and you can see those changes. Um, it's much easier to uh, to say it that way rather than the science and a model and a this and a that, mm -hmm. um, something that seems intangible that you can't touch. So I do remember seeing a, a certain influential congressman had a vanishing paradise hat on uh, in some <laughs> pictures recently. So I think the name's a really great name and it, it resonates in mm -hmm. that sportsman's paradise to vanishing paradise. So Absolutely. kudos to you guys. You said that um, so any day can be different from you, right? So why don't you tell us a little bit about your typical day or typical week maybe so um you know being a sportsman outreach coordinator with vanish in paradise like i said the nature of the work truly does um vary day by day and the big thing is getting the sportsman voices heard and we have done that by flying some sportsmen to washington dc to meet with legislators and um really promote the coastal master plan and get them thinking about that um, a few other ways that we've had them involved is to encourage them with um, submitting any comments or questions, concerns, anything that they may have on any of the public comment period for any restoration projects. But 
like I said, my favorite part is really getting out there and helping an outdoor writer bring a sense of place to his story. And that happens when he's out in the marsh. And, you know, we've done a few different pieces with outdoor writers where they want to really connect the sense of place. And they do so by bringing in chefs, you know, because that's a whole nother cultural aspect to this coastal restoration issue, you know. So even though they may be coming down to write about the hunting and angling side of it, bringing in chefs that also have that story to tell kind of all really makes it all mesh together. And that's a great segue um, into the topic at hand. So Vanishing Paradise uh, has a great event coming up. Tell us a little bit about that. So um, we are actually teaming up with the executive chef, Nathan Richard, over at Kavan Restaurant. And we're hosting a supper called the Vanishing Paradise Supper. And we'll be focusing on highlighting um, the value of a really healthy freshwater estuary. I cannot wait to talk about this more. Um, I saw a glimpse of the menu and we need to talk about that in case I didn't tell you I'm hungry. We're going to talk about that a little bit more after the break. Um, But right now you're listening to Delta Dispatches. We'll be back in just a bit. Restore a Retreat is a coastal nonprofit organization working in the heart of the Barataria and Terrebonne Basins, from the Mississippi River to the Atchafalaya. We work every day to restore Louisiana's coast community and culture with our mission of implementing long-term and large-scale projects for our irreplaceable region. We'll hope you join us in supporting the solution. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and online at www.restoreorretreat.org. Hi, I'm Don Cheadle. Listen up. I want to talk to you about something important, the Environmental Defense Fund. EDF isn't like some of the other environmental groups. EDF works together with those on both sides of the issue. Despite all the fighting in Washington, EDF has found ways for both parties to support real progress. That has made our air and water cleaner and the products in our homes safer. So not only can our planet prosper, so can our future. Go to edf.org to see how you can help. At Audubon, we believe that where birds thrive, people prosper. Nowhere is that more evident than in Louisiana. Integrating science, education, and policy, Audubon, Louisiana's mission is to conserve and restore natural ecosystems, focusing on birds, other wildlife, and their habitats for the benefit of humanity and the Earth's biological diversity. Visit la.audubon.org to learn more and support our mission. la.audubon.org. Welcome back to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, people, wildlife, jobs, and food, and why it matters. This is Samoma Laws. And this is Jacques Hebert. So now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The longer this show goes on, why didn't y'all bring samples? You know, the, the wine show, they bring drinks and stuff. We're going to have to talk about that next time. Um, so we were just talking to Erin Brown of uh, Vanishing Paradise. We were talking a little bit about her work. But your work connected you to Nathan. Want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. So we had an outdoor media piece where a writer from Hatch Magazine came down from Arkansas probably about a year ago at this point. And at that point, 
um, bringing everything together as far as culture, food, heritage in Louisiana. Like I said, he wanted to really bring a sense of place to his story and asked me to connect him with a few chefs. And that's where Nathan and I connected. And since then, Nathan's just been very interested in our work with Coastal Restoration. He came out to visit the Davis Pond diversion with us on a boat tour and um, cooked for us at a conservation on tap that Vanish in Paradise hosted at the 40 Arpen Brewery. And just through the interest and um, continuation of building on that friendship, he wanted to host a freshwater dinner for us. That's awesome. And we're really excited to have the man right here, Chef Nathan Richard, um, who is executive chef at Cavan and has worked at a number of the, as I mentioned, New Orleans top uh, and the state's top restaurants, including um, Bombay Club as executive chef, Commander's Palace, Cushon Lafayette, Restaurant Revolution. So welcome to Delta Dispatches, Chef. Thank you. Um, so tell us a little bit about, you know, um, you know, your background growing up in, in Thibodeau and how that shaped. Shout out. <laughs> We've got a homo girl here who works in Thibodeau. So, yeah. Uh, but no, how that shaped both the food you cook as well as your views on Louisiana's coast. You know, growing up, uh, you know, in, in South Louisiana, everybody eats. You know, you got to eat at every meal. You got to, with eating, you got to be cooking, right? And everything that we always prepared always came, you know, mostly from the coast, whether it was ball crabs or crawfish or oysters or whatever. So that is a huge inspiration of, uh, of my cooking. You know, I don't uh, have a influence on cooking because I like to cook everything. I did a lot of traveling and uh, met different chefs, different influence, and kind of res- respect uh, each different culture differently. So I try to represent all that, but the, the base root of it is, is always going to be you know, Southern cooking or, you know, Cajun cooking um, for that, you know, and um, what more better way and to uh, do something for the coastline, you know, uh, the coastal uh, erosion is a huge problem. Saltwater intrusion is a huge problem. Not only that, but the the coast is our frontline protection for storms. I don't know if anybody knew it, but there's a couple of storms out there in the uh, somewhere is out there that can affect us and you know we need to protect that that's our first line of defense and for our fish and fishermen for sure you know yeah absolutely i mean um our it has been a tough hurricane season so far we're not even over yet and so our thoughts are with our friends and neighbors in texas and florida um south carolina and of course you know we talk about you know restoring the coast for people wildlife jobs but also the 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 food and the culinary tradition of Louisiana is so much dependent on the coast. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how you came up with the concept for this dinner and what you're hoping to, you know, get out of it tomorrow night. So one thing, you know, we have a, uh, a problem with is, uh, a lot of, uh, fish that are destroying the wetlands or not supposed to be here. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at a lot of these things, you know, the apple snail, um, the, that depletes oxygen from the water. You look at um, the alligator that sometimes burrows in the levees and affects the levees. You look at these carp that are just eating up everything and are dangerous when you're driving a boat and um, they hit you. Um, so it's a it's a it's a huge problem, you know. But not only that, everybody thinks Louisiana seafood is always salt water. It's always redfish or or speckled trout or drum or sheep's head and so on and so forth. So I wanted to showcase something that gives the saltwater uh, fish a break and mm-hmm. let them rejuvenate, let them uh, do their thing because I want that to be there for a very long time. I mean, that's our, our livelihood sometimes out there. So I, 
So I would imagine kind of switching to that freshwater species, also those invasive species. If it's probably a challenge for you as a chef, right? But a fun challenge, I'm guessing. It's a fun challenge, but the the challenge is is um, developing uh, the trust as a chef, and that customer coming in and sitting down and say, "I've never had Asian carp. Explain that to me. How do you eat that? How do you how do you eat garfish? How do you eat apple snails?" That's just not something normal people do. But the way that the today's society now, thanks to Anthony Bourdain and Andrew Zimmerman, people have become more interesting in food. So now I think it's a better opportunity to introduce that to people and have that on the plate. And then they don't like it. Hey, I'm sorry. You know, at least you, you tried it. So it's about creating a dish that people are familiar with. And me as a chef being a teacher and teaching people how what's properly done with it. Yeah, I love that you're taking that educational opportunity, you know, and, and people ate rabbit, right? People eat alligator, right? right? But they don't they do not do that so much anymore. But before, that's what people had to eat. That was always what they had to eat, and they didn't think twice about that. So I love that you're using that educational opportunity to do that. So can we talk about the menu? Have I told you I'm hungry? Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go through the menu. Let's talk about. Um, so you have a couple of different courses. First of all, that's pretty exciting. So yeah. let's let's kick it off. First course. What are we talking about? We got the uh, carp and chips. So we got the Asian carp. That's going to be just like fish and chips. You're going to have that nice crispy batter, um, shoestring potatoes that are nice thinly cut, julienne cut uh, as a chips, and then uh, traditionally uh, is usually served with malt vinegar. Uh, but we're going to do the, the malt vinegar aioli together uh, for that. Uh, then we're going to start out with one of my favorite uh, charcuterie. We're going to have a, a different a different uh, style of charcuterie, whether it's uh, alligator, garfish. Uh, we might have a little bit of turtle on there as well. But that's a chance to try different unique things. And if you don't like it, you can push it to the side. But at least you had a chance to, uh, uh, to try it. Then we're going to have the uh, turtle egg carbonara. Yes, people don't freak out. Turtle eggs are uh, illegal, but this is actually the uh, yolks of the turtle that we're going to use that are uh, unhatched inside the turtle to actually make that sauce uh, with garfish tasso. And then one of my favorite, uh, shoe pick caviar. Uh, we're going to top that off with. Uh, then we're going to have a chicken fried rabbit with uh, white beans and duck bacon. And then we're going to go into a roulade of alligator uh, cooked in a style of grits and griots. And then we're going to finish it all off with a floating, uh, floating out banana foster uh, for sure. Wow. If, uh, if I was hungry before, you know, you could probably hear my stomach uh, growling through the, through the radio. That, I mean, that's not just an amazing menu. It sounds like a really wonderful, unique culinary dining experience. And I'm actually lucky I'm going to be there tomorrow. Awesome. But, uh, but yeah, this is really awesome that you, you were able to pull this together. I know that you're partnering with uh, Mudbug Brewery as yeah. well to do a pairing. Um, a really tell us a little thing. bit about that. Uh, you know, Mudbug's is obviously from Thibodeau as well. and uh, Shout out. There you go. And uh, some good friends of mine, and uh, I just felt it was it was appropriate to do it, to keep it in, in the family, I guess you can say. But, um, you know, they got some really great beer. I think it's some of the best that there's out there. And 
and I trust him with the food. I think like beer, I mean, people are being connoisseurs of that too, right? Mudbug's yeah. a perfect example of something local. And I love that that you put those together. Uh, Robert LeBlanc, right? Yeah, yeah. So we went to the same high school. Oh, so shout right. out, homo boy. So I feel like I feel like this is my, my home team here. Huh? These are your people, Simone. <laughs> Except they didn't bring food. We'll, we'll correct yeah. that for next time. So, um, so details. Um, so Aaron, we want to catch you. How can we find out more information about... Um, Vanishing Paradise, you know, Twitter, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Where can people find out more information? Um, if you're interested, you can go to www.vanishingparadise.org. And through there, you can register to be a supporter where you'll find out more information on how to get involved, get our blogs and all of our events. And if you follow us on Facebook at Vanishing Paradise, we always post all of our events there as well. And you guys have an awesome uh, Instagram feed that I follow as well. Yes, we do. <laughs> and that's <laughs> Vanishing at Vanishing Paradise. Paradise. Yes. Great. Well, thank you so much. Um, we're we're going to be back actually after the break, hopefully to talk uh, with with Chef Richard some, mo- some more about the event and his background. Um, you're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO. 9:90 a.m. National Wildlife Federation gives voices to the wildlife conservation values that are part of our country's heritage. We are charting a new course for wildlife that our children and grandchildren will thank us for. Visit our website, nwf.org Louisiana to find out more about our work to restore and protect coastal Louisiana for generations to come. National Wildlife Federation, uniting all Americans to ensure wildlife thrive in a rapidly changing world. nwf.org Louisiana. Hi, I'm Don Cheadle. Listen up. I want to talk to you about something important, the Environmental Defense Fund. EDF isn't like some of the other environmental groups. EDF works together with those on both sides of the issue. Despite all the fighting in Washington, EDF has found ways for both parties to support real progress. That has made our air and water cleaner and the products in our homes safer. So not only can our planet prosper, so can our future. Go to edf.org to see how you can help. At Audubon, we believe that where birds thrive, people prosper. Nowhere is that more evident than in Louisiana. Integrating science, education, and policy, Audubon, Louisiana's mission is to conserve and restore natural ecosystems, focusing on birds, other wildlife, and their habitats for the benefit of humanity and the Earth's biological diversity. Visit la.audubon.org to learn more and support our mission. la.audubon.org. Restore Retreat is a coastal nonprofit organization working in the heart of the Barataria and Terrebonne Basins, from the Mississippi River to the Atchafalaya. We work every day to restore Louisiana's coast community and culture with our mission of implementing long-term and large-scale projects for our irreplaceable region. We'll hope you join us in supporting the solution. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and online at www.restoreorretreat.org.
Hello, you're listening to Delta Dispatches. This is Jacques Bear, and we're back with Aaron Brown and Chef Nathan Richard. Um, uh, we're talking about some uh, great dinners that are coming up um, and focused on freshwater species. So before the break, you know, we, get, we got the amazing menu that folks can look forward to. Um, and really, you know, we were hearing about um, how the menu came together. But Aaron, tell us a little bit about why the emphasis on freshwater species and why, you know, that what are you hoping to kind of get across through the dinner? So first off, looking at freshwater species a little bit, it's kind of thinking outside of the box with that. You know, like Nathan said, a lot of people want trout, redfish, tuna. No one really focuses on the freshwater side of things. And when we are talking about coastal restoration, in order to have a very healthy ecosystem here in Louisiana, there's a gradient. And it goes, you know, freshwater to intermediate to brackish and salt. And the more coastal land loss we see, the more saltwater intrusion you'll see. And that can really affect our saltwater species, like the American alligator, for example, that was once considered an endangered species here in Louisiana. Right. The iconic American alligator. And, you know, you think about like the cypress tree and these things that just represent Louisiana. And with land loss, I mean, that could potentially be gone. Right. Right. So just to highlight and bring value to those species as well. Yeah, I think next week is National Estuary Week. Right. And so that's another good way to kind of that's what makes part of Louisiana so special is that we are part of that estuary uh, and you can trust Erin she's a biologist she knows what she's talking about more than more than just picking a week right you know and just saying that this is important but I think it's really cool that you're you're highlighting that particular area so chef let's talk a little bit about your background so um, one more time from Thibodeau yay um, but tell us about you know obviously growing up in Louisiana influenced you uh, as it does everybody else but uh, Jacques used this term swamp to table i love that do you think that came out of growing up in Thibodeau? yeah i think so you know i mean it was part of you know you go up and down the bayou of bayou lafouche everybody has a garden planet you know uh as a kid we always had one planet and we still do always have one planet and i bring that with me wherever i go as a kid we always went crawfishing as a kid we always went crabbing fishing hunting and so on and so forth you know later on you know, you you get older and you start getting into bigger things, duck hunting and uh, rabbit hunting and stuff like that, deer hunting, whatever. Um, so I was always, you know, one of my favorite things is cooking alligator. You know, I think alligator is one of the coolest animals that are uh, out there. Um, but, yeah, you know, it it's a, definitely influenced my cooking and my cooking style technique by taking something from the swamps and uh, – and treating it again with the same respect as you would do something with salt water, you know. So it's uh, definitely something different and something cool. Um, if you know tourists want to try something, you know they go tend to go after fried alligator. Oh, it tastes like chicken. Nah, not supposed to taste like chicken. It's you're completely wrong with that, you know. Um, but to get people out of that mind frame of things tasting like chicken or something you know that's my job that's what i do that's how i create the menus and and so forth so would you call alligator the gateway species to more exotic uh, or maybe not exotic but louisiana species that people will try i I think so you know tourists come in they want to try turtle soup you know which is one of the the bigger famous things here in new orleans and they want to try fried alligator Mm -hmm. you know and that's good you know, but let's push the envelope a little bit more and, and try to get them to open up. Well, let's talk a little bit, you know, going back to kind of your growing up in Thibodeau and, and um, you know, really gr- having that awareness of the coast and all the bounty it provides. What about 
coastal land loss. Like, you know, for us, I mean, we kind of had a sense of security, I think, uh, with levees and obviously Katrina changed that. Um, when did you really first to get first get a, start to get aware of, of Louisiana's coastal land loss crisis and kind of wanting to do something about it? Well, again, as a kid, uh, just going out fishing, you know, uh, going to Pontchartrain, going to Cocodri, uh by Delage, that shout out. Yeah, but we got we got a problem here. You went to Vanderbilt, I went to Ed White, so <laughs> we, we're not oh, yeah. um, dirty red bird up the bayou. Right. Um, so. You would go to these places, and a year later you'd come back to, say, go duck hunting or something, and all these canals would just completely change. You know, it's like, wait, what happened here? Something just split or something like that. And so right out of high school you start noticing that, you know, because something that you don't see over time that makes a huge difference. You know, now I grew up on Lake Verrett, and for me to go out there is – doesn't look like anything changes. Doesn't look like the canals get wider. But if I go back to Pontchartrain a day, um, I would get completely lost due to land loss. Yeah. You know, I think one thing is um, about how we grew up, right? And, and even if we did go to Vanderbilt and Edie White, um, you know, we we hydroslide. You know, we would go hydrosliding after school. Yeah. Our friends would go duck hunting on the week. They would be gone, right? You know, girls would hunt, and like Aaron, you know what I mean. That that's not that's just really part of the way that we grew up, and that we did spend that time yeah. on the water. And it it sounds like it makes a great story, but for a lot of us, it was really true that more people own boats before they own cars, yeah. right? Uh, in fun, I, cool I stories a, like that. A boat before a, a vehicle. Yeah, somebody know, got I mean, a Joe boat for their tenth birthday or yeah. something cool like that. So I, I like that it was part of, of how we grew up, but also we were part of that generation that the land loss also started to be yeah. part of of how we grew up there. So we talk about tourists and things like that coming in, and and that's one of the things that we face too. Is is you know how do you talk to those people about that? You want to introduce them to the food, and that's really kind of how you can tell a land loss story too right yeah i mean definitely again if you as a chef you're a teacher or a restaurant you're you're a teacher you, you got to educate people you know you have to teach them why are we doing it you know and if that person what i learned uh doing these dinners in the past is that if you introduce something to someone that they are familiar with that makes them want to try something different the next time you know and, and that's very important um and to say hey louisiana is just not about you know shrimp and oysters and, and crawfish you have a lot of um great great seafood other than that for sure right and i mean you know i feel like in new orleans and louisiana the chefs are our real celebrities right they're our ambassadors the people that um represent our state better than anyone um and so it is about elevating that that message to the people you interact with and also showcasing the what is louisiana and everything that we have to provide so uh, tell us a little bit about the restaurant. How long have you been there? And, um, and we want to get down to the real question, Chef. So <laughs> you tell is? us a little <laughs> Well, that's our fun question we're ah. going to ask you. But tell us about the restaurant, where it is. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, I've been there. Uh, the restaurant's about a year and a half old. Um, it's located at 3607 Magazine. Uh, so you uptown. It's built in a uh, late 1800 uh, plantation home. Beautiful place. Um, supposedly they say it's haunted. I never yes, had. Yes, let's talk about that. Uh, so, Chef, do you? our friend question is, do you think it's haunted? I've never experienced it, but the stories I hear, they, they say it is. So Next uh, next dinner we're having is a haunted freshwater dinner go. party. Yeah, yeah, we'll do yeah, it for yeah. Halloween. We'll, we'll do a seance or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But I can't confirm that one, but I did hear stories of it being uh, being haunted for sure. Um, what it, kind of stuff do you usually serve when you're not having a special dinner menu? Uh, it's a mix of, again, It's uh, I got uh, lucky uh, to get to travel um, a lot of different places, so I kind of represent um, different backgrounds that I enjoy cooking. Um, so it changes very, very often. Right now uh, we're in alligator season full spring a uh, full season so I, I added a couple of uh, alligator dishes to the menu just to kind of showcase that fresh wild uh, alligator versus frozen form raised alligator which is becoming a problem as well um, it couldn't be a rabbit dish on there it could be a chicken dish on there um, it's very very seasonal and uh, it constantly changes you know and the inspiration uh, it's just not me as a chef but from my team in the kitchen as well and it really is. I mean, uh, in addition to the amazing food, a beautiful, beautiful location. I mean, I've seen people, I've driven by, seen people out for brunch on Sunday, having a good time, yeah. dinners. Um, I know you have a really cool bar upstairs. Yeah, the bar is awesome. Yeah. Beautiful bar. So uh, definitely worth checking out. Uh, bring your friends, bring your family, put it on your list of recommendations. Um, we've got one more segment left, if y'all can hang on. Um, but. Uh, so you're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM. Welcome back to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. Jock, we have to make this segment really quick because I'm very hungry. <laughs> so guys, um, since I am hungry, remind me again with some things that y'all are serving at the dinner. Uh, we got, uh, again, the carp and chips right from the Asian carp. Uh, a charcuterie plate that's going to be all alligator, garfish, uh, other great swamp creatures as well. Uh, we got the turtle egg carbonara, uh, which I think is going to be one of the best dishes they have out there um, for sure. Um, hopefully I don't let anybody down on that one. <laughs> uh, the chicken fried rabbit with the white beans, looking at to be the gravy with nice uh, duck bacon lardons, and then the roulade of alligator uh, gravy and grits and uh, I'm also a beer guy and I love all the amazing craft unique beers that are being produced around Louisiana so tell us a little bit about the special brew that's being prepared by Mudbug uh, for tomorrow night so Mudbug teamed up with Nathan for the beer pairing with each of the courses and um, they did create a black lager called the Mudbug Noir and that is made from chocolate roasted grains the beer has a crisp flavor a light crisp flavor and they will feature it at their Mudbug tap room in Thibodeau Louisiana and based on the positive feedback they receive from it it will be added on their seasonal rotation oh that's awesome and, and so you can go and visit the tap room and taste their other yes. uh, brews mm -hmm. that's great um road trip Road trip? Well, actually, Simone, maybe we can just have a business meeting in Thibodeau. Business I'll come meeting. see you at yes. your office. and <laughs> It'll be a safety meeting? Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Um, and so one more time, Aaron, tell us uh, about Vanishing Paradise, where people can go to learn more, follow you, support you, all of those good things. Yes. To learn more, just visit www.vanishingparadise.org, or you can follow us on Facebook, um, Vanishing Paradise, and Instagram at Vanishing Paradise. Awesome. And uh, do you have a countdown to duck season? Teal season starts this Friday. Uh, are you ex you're not excited at all, right? No. <laughs> She's like me with the food, right? <laughs> so, Chef, okay, tell us more about uh, the restaurant, where we can find more information. Uh, so, again, it's located. Where's the Haunted Mansion? Yeah, you're right. Uh, that's a good uh, Halloween one. Uh, 3607 Magazine Street. 
Um, the website is, I guess, www.cavanola.com. Uh, you know, all the hashtag at whatever they call that. Instagram. <laughs> hashtag and all that. this, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah uh, I'm excited for it. I think it, it's going to be a real. Uh, we definitely got a, having a good turnout for sure and almost sold out. And I think it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, we are so grateful that y'all came on today to share not a little, you know, just about Vanishing Paradise in general, but also about this very cool connection and important connection yeah. about, you know, Louisiana's bounty and how you're using it uh, to educate folks. I love that that you said that, that, you know, that's part of your job, too, right? Yeah, it's not to exactly. not just to innovate, but right. also to educate, too. So great. All right, Jacques, you want to talk about um, a couple of other things happening this week? Just to recap. Yeah, well, I, I'm very excited for tomorrow night so i'll probably be back next week five pounds heavier <laughs> uh, but also very happy so i'll report back on the dinner but no am i gonna have to pick you up after a couple of nors uh, and uh <laughs> you're gonna call me up maybe i'll call you <laughs> call an uber call simone you know all right. the same uh but uh yeah it's been a great week um what's been going on you know on the policy side yeah so um right so a restore retreat still working on our finance report if you remember we talked about how to fund the coastal master plan and and previous reports so we're actually partnering with the state and working on um how to try to get some of our finances in order so that we can maximize and leverage that but first this saturday restore retreat is going to be at nichols family day so uh nichols almost beat texas a&m the other day yeah um and so uh they actually have this really great community celebration that they call family day and so we're going to be out there uh in Thibodeau uh you know talking about restore retreat and and talking about some of our work there so we're looking forward to that uh we also have a couple of things happening here in the city that we want to remind some folks about yeah, too. city city and surrounding areas so um restore the mississippi river delta coalition is hosting their third annual boil for the bayou and that is going to be down in plaquemines parish in bell chase saturday september 23rd from noon to 4 p.m so come out learn more about coastal restoration have some good burled uh, seafood, <laughs> not crawfish. Um, not yet. And it'll be a good time. Um, but this Saturday, too, uh, there's a beach sweep for anybody looking to get involved. I love that event. Yeah. So, you know, the temperatures are cooling. Oh, uh, it's so it's nice, so nice. outside. Hasn't it been nice? Um, so that means our organizations and our partners are starting their volunteer events and really starting a full swing. So actually, next, week, next week's episode, we're going to be talking to folks from Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation and Coalition to Restore Coastal Louisiana about all the exciting marsh plants and other volunteer opportunities that they have coming up. Um, but there is one this Saturday um, from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation is putting on their 28th annual beach suite. I love that event. Such a great event to get folks out there. Yeah, and it's going to be at the New Canal Lighthouse Museum uh, and Education Center, and that's 8001 Lakeshore Drive, New Orleans. You know, it really just shows 28th annual. I mean, they have been working on they've this been on it, right? for a long time. Before it was cool, they've been on it. Yeah, so it's really great. It's held in conjunction with International Coastal coastal cleanup sponsored by the ocean conservancy so volunteers partners sponsors they're looking for those folks to to just help clean curbs ditches storm drains you know not just the beach sweep part of it too right so for more information visit saveourlake.org uh and they have an events calendar and they have some more information on beach sweep where you can go yeah i mean i love their tagline um save our lake now save our coast right yeah, that's so. what they're known for for sure so uh and don't forget 
forget, there's that BGR forum, which is next Tuesday. Uh, they're talking about the Coastal Master Plan and its implications for Greater New Orleans. That's going to be on the North Shore um, at 8 a.m. I actually saw that I think Mark Davis is going to be part of that, too, oh, okay. with Tulane, too. So it definitely has a coastal feel happening on the North Shore, which a lot of people kind of forget that they are definitely coastal, too. Right, and there's some uh, existing uh, marsh creation projects, I believe, Bayou Bonfuca mm-hmm. is going on right Say now. Say that slowly. Don't uh, say that after too many noirs. Too many noirs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you bleeped out on yeah. this radio show. So we'll have to, you know, we'll have to have a, um, a, uh, an episode upcoming about the North Shore. I mean, it, it is a coastal parish, right? Absolutely. And they're certainly influenced by, you know, what happens in Orleans. They're definitely closer to the water and they experience flooding. They also have riverine flooding mm-hmm. and, and are influenced by the lake as well. So what about you? What do you have coming up? Uh, well, you know, Audubon, Louisiana, we're, you know, uh, obviously fall migration. Watching some birds. Is happening. Um, <laughs> Y'all tracking of, some birds? Speaking of duck season. Well, we have been, um, you know, busy kind of working on some of the responses, uh, helping with our partners in Texas and, and Florida. Important. Right. Um, and helping them. I mean, we have a lot of properties both in Texas and Florida um, that have been affected by these storms. And so we've been, you know, doing what we can to help uh, help them out um, as they recover and respond. Um, but yeah, I mean... We need to have your new boss on soon. Yes. Uh, well, and she is a, a dear friend and has spoken very highly of Chef Nathan Richard, um, our new executive director, Karen Profita. So she joined us several months ago. She was at the Louisiana um, Seafood Tourism Board. Um, and we're just so excited to have her uh, as part of our flock, as we like to say. <laughs> so we're going to have Karen. She actually has a radio show. Oh, um, I love it. Great. As her Good husband. she can fill in for us. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so she'll be a pro coming in here and probably teaching us a yeah, few things. We, we probably could use some some <laughs> lessons, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know that is has been another great show. I'm starving. Are, Me too. Let's are, go have a drink first, and then we can a, we can eat a drink and food. Although I should probably save. Room no, for tomorrow night. please. Hello, we live in Louisiana. You don't have to do <laughs> things like that. <laughs> you know, talk about dinner at lunch, that sort of thing. <laughs> exactly, right. exactly. So let's talk about some information where you can find on Mississippi River Delta. What you got going on on the website? Uh, yeah, so you can go to MississippiRiverDelta.org um, slash Delta Dispatches or just DeltaDispatches.org to catch up on our last um, episodes. Simone, this is episode 25. Oh my God, it makes me feel old. I know. We are just, you know, creating a whole inventory and there's a lot of good information. You can go catch up on old episodes um, and subscribe. Get it, get the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, all of that good stuff. Perfect. Well, I'm looking forward to talking to our partners next week. Yes, we will have um, Deb Abibu with uh, Coalition Restore Coastal Louisiana and Dr. Theron Hinkle, who is a Love her. Good friend of mine. She's sassy. I love her. Yeah, it'll be a good show. So, again, thank you so much to Aaron Brown and Chef Nathan Richard. Um, Thanks to you at home for listening. This is Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM.